Hello and welcome. I'm Christina Irvin, leader of Team Clarity. I got sick and tired of blowing money on trainings and coaches giving me advice that just weren't helping me move past my blocks and be successful in my business and shine the light that I was created to shine in my life. So I made a decision. Are you ready to make a decision? Would you like to stop blocking your own path to success and fulfillment? Maybe you want to gain the confidence to overcome life challenges yourself. You are in the right place if so. We welcome you to listen to this week's discussion. To get one reminder of our next show, click on the follow button at the top of the page. It's time to dive in and let's get to work. Let's meet the rest of the team. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Julia Cologne from the city that never sleeps, New York City. Hello, this is Chelsea Wells from the mountains of Tennessee. Have a blessed day. Hello and welcome from the gorgeous state of Wisconsin. This is Patty Anderson. Hi, this is Marcia Sertino and I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. Aloha and welcome. You're listening to Soul, your host for Pay Me What I'm Worth Talk Radio. Team Clarity members share their class time with us for two main reasons. Reason number one. They want those they hold near and dear to know about the changes that they're making on multiple levels. As they change, by listening to these classes, people who know Team Clarity members may opt to change along with them. Reason number two, to share their stories with you. I bet their stories and life lessons will inspire all sorts of ahas for you too. Okay, time to start the class. The profoundness of Chapter 5 is very subtle. One thing that people often comment on is one line on page 82. One of the most quoted things in my book is, Lack of hope eventually dissolves cities, nations, and And dreams. It's easy to get so buried in our journey, isn't it? As you go through each chapter, do you see why I put so much emphasis on the ground rules? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Think about this. If we had not discussed doubt, guilt, shame, and worry, if we had not discussed the controller, the judge, the perfectionist, the critic, where do you think you'd be right now? definitely wouldn't be as far along as, as I am in this process. It really helped keep that in the forefront of your mind as you're finishing going through the book. Mm-hmm. Because it affects every part of your life. Mm-hmm. I've allowed the doubt, worry, and shame continue on with me, but in the last couple of weeks as I go forward... I can honestly identify the fact that this is what I've allowed to keep me from going forward. And I wouldn't be where I am sitting here this morning being able to admit this, but not have to dwell on it and stay in this territory of worrying, of doubting myself, of feeling the shame. And Patty, that's why we're blessed to have you in this group is because you are physical manifest of had we not dealt with this issue, I think everyone would be very close to being depressed. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah? I mean, wouldn't you all feel like, what the hell have I gotten myself? I don't need this shit. Bye. (laughs) Right? 
I think for sure, for me, I would have not been able to have any breakthroughs or a lot smaller breakthroughs because I would have still been trapped in the control handcuffs. I would have still been abusing myself, beating up on myself because I didn't accomplish something that I thought I should or rather than having that moment of saying, okay, I didn't, I didn't get this done and let's look at why. What factors contributed to it? Could I have managed my time better? Could I have done this, that, or something better rather than beating myself up? One of the best ways that I've been able to grow is to stop beating myself up. Yes, 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 yes. Yum. (laughs) One way that I am going in is being honest, truthful, and having... Uh, communication about how you feel, what you think, what is best for you, instead of just agreeing with family members or coworkers, your boss, friends. Me being honest helps me grow as a person. As you're being more honest, yeah, you're also hearing more, aren't you? Yes. I find myself not overanalyzing things. And I find myself, okay, I'm going to make the best of this. I'm going to try this out, and I'm going to make the best of this. Even if I don't like it, I'm going to make the best of this because it's something I can learn. I'm not going to give up. I have to be honest and say, I don't think this is going to work for me, but I'm going to try it out, and let's see. Mm-hmm. Good. Had we not done the ground rules, I would be holding myself back. I would be stuck. So those ground rules really helped me to get into action and just go for whatever I needed to go for. As you apply this reflection, as you're integrating, as you're doing your worth timeline, as we wrap up our journey with the worth timeline, you've had a chance now, at least for the first time in a long time, you've gone up to your own mountaintops. You've looked at your posters and your posters are probably rather chaotic, right? Yeah. <laughs> what you've got down on your posters is a fraction, a fraction of what's still going on in your mind. True or false? Very true. True. Very true. So if it's a fraction of what's going on in your mind. If the critic, the judge, all of your chaos committee is going, oh, the rules have changed. Something's going on. We're going to have to be more subtle. We're going to have to be more devious on how we control this wonderful being with doubt, guilt, shame, and worry because they're more conscious of it now. So we're going to have to get more subtle. (laughs) Is that an accurate Reflection? Absolutely. When you say subtle, what do you mean by that? You're more conscious now of doubt, guilt, shame, and worry on an intellectual level. True? Okay. Yes, I agree. How deeply have you integrated this awareness into your heart? I'm bringing this up because Chapter 5, we're shifting now. We're, we're moving from just looking into the mirror and what's being in the mirror is reflected back to us. We're now putting the mirror down and we're beginning to 
transit out into the rest of the world. Chapter 5 is about building relationships. And I have the silly notion that if my relationship with me still sucks, <laughs> I'm going to have a really hard time building healthy relationships with other people. But that's my own bias. Am I full of it? No, that's very accurate. Your own point. If you ever wonder about the law of attraction, a classic example, especially with domestic abuse, there are often times I've heard clients say, I don't know why I keep attracting these people into my life. You've heard that before, yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I've heard it and I've always said many times, I've got plastered on my forehead, I'm a sucker for suckers. <laughs> it's the relationship you have with yourself. Well, I think that's the one thing that I keep battling with is that relationship with myself. So now that we drop that battle, now that we have a framework to have a healthy relationship with each of our parts of ourselves, yeah? Right? Yes, yes. We implement that. We implement whatever customized nuance into our new relationships. Did that make any sense? Can you say it one more time? The rewiring. Do you all feel like you're being rewired? Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Well, that's two out of four. Yes, yes, I do. Three out of four. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gotten into a situation where you've bought a new electric, some sophisticated electronics? After you unbox it and you pull out all the packaging and you start opening up all the packets with all the wires and the cords and you start reading the instruction, you go, holy crap. What the hell have I gotten myself into? Has that ever happened to any of you? Yes. Oh, yes. Then I hate Christina as I do this. <laughs> Initially, you're like, I'm never going to get this hooked up, right? Right. Yes, and I call my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> this last time, I made myself hook up my own computer. Now I can do it. What's my analogy? Self-belief. Repetition. Ah. Every time you unassemble and reassemble that new wiring, the new wiring isn't new anymore, is it? Right. <sighs> okay. Every time I practice these healthy relationship building skills with myself, every time I practice building a healthy relationship with someone else, it's no longer a chore, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Where am I going? Extrapolate. We can learn to make it routine. We Just change our habit. The habit is different. We can learn to make it routine, but we can also believe in ourselves that we can step out and we can do it. Everything becomes very organic and second nature. The more we do this, the more repetition we have. The wiring, the old wiring that makes us have doubt, guilt, shame, worry, act out of fear, allowed the internal control committee to take over that old wiring the more we do it we're going to be we're replacing that old wiring with the new wiring that allows us to just flow freely in the moment be completely present in the moment knowing that whatever we need to navigate that moment is already in us and we can draw on that resource without having any of that negativity and pressure and beating ourselves up 
it just becomes a natural part of the process. In order to change the habit, you have to keep doing the new habit, which will form the new habit and lose the old habit. What happens to the negative mind chatter when you're no longer allowing negative mind chatter? It either quiets itself somehow. We don't give it the time of day, all that negative chatter. I don't know that it completely 100% goes away. I think everybody has a moment sometime where that comes into play. I have more tools now to navigate that and to say, oh, no, I'm not listening to this controlling me, and this is what I need to be doing. It's the confidence in, in allowing that new wiring to take place. It's trying to find new ways to sneak up on you, though. Mm-hmm. Like Christina said, yeah. it doesn't entirely go away. It just becomes sneakier. Right. That's, That's what I was going to say. Does it actually go away? Let me reframe this. Mm-hmm. Imagine a big battery inside you, and that battery is energizing you. And you've discovered that every negative thought you have is sucking more energy And every positive thought you have is charging your battery. Now what are you going to do? I'll keep charging that battery. So if I run into somebody who's really negative and I can feel my battery going, (laughs) what do you think I'm going to do? You're not going to be so Excuse myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny that you said that, Paul, because... Last night I was on the phone with my mom, and I called my mom in such a high energy. Even though I was exhausted, I was still feeling a lot of high energy. I was excited to talk to her, blah, blah, blah. She starts in on that, you're busy, you're doing this. And eventually I said, well, Mom, I love you, but I feel like you're getting ready to, start to pick a fight, and I just, I'm just not even going to let it go there. So I think we need to hang up for the night. And sure. Before, you know, just even even just a couple of months ago, I wouldn't have said that to her. I would have just continued to try to keep powering through that and allow her to take me in an angry place. Well, you're practicing what Julia just said. You're being honest. Virtual knuckles you, my sister, cologne. <laughs> I have to tell you, it's exhausting. Take me to that. <laughs> This has been quite an experience for me, being honest. And when I realize that I'm, okay, I need to be honest, oh, it's just like a whole another realm. Would you say, though, that as we actually, A, kind of do what Soul has encouraged us to do all along, which is allow people in our world to know what we're doing with this course so that they are aware of these changes, and as we are fully stepping into that woman that we are, that we are capable of being, the one that we dream and envision ourselves to be. And as we continue to attract these people into our world, I definitely have experienced less exhaustion from trying to balance all of that, trying to be positive and this person and that person's energy. I've had less exhaustion as I've attracted more of the people that I want in my world. Would you agree? Well, I'm curious what everybody else thinks about that. I'm starting to find it refreshing. The pattern that I've realized about myself 
is that I've, I'm always putting myself into negative situations where people are negative about this and they complain about this and they complain about that. But here's the difference right now these last couple of weeks. I'm actually starting to extract myself from these people that are complaining and always negative. And I'm trying to express to them to see it in a different way that this change could be positive, changing my whole perspective of Staying in this pattern after doing this timeline of relationships, staying in this pattern of surrounding myself with negative people, I'm pulling away from the negative and starting to get myself into more positive relationships, which is one thing I've always feared and stayed away from. So, Patty, based on your languaging, when I hear pull away from, when I hear leave, what are you setting yourself up for? A new way, a better way of conducting You are, my life. but you, you're trapping yourself. When I hear the words pull and leave, the reaction to that, the opposite mm -hmm. to that is to snap back. Oh. It's very but subtle here, ladies. You must... Please hear this. Integrate, oh. integrate, integrate. I don't pull away from negative people. I absorb them. I learn from them. I like that you said that. I remember in the book, you mentioning when we meet someone, if they were negative or let them know that it was nice meeting them and that you would like an opportunity, giving them the opportunity to get to know you better. I had an experience where I was volunteering at the center. They were giving away shirts, and they had called me back into the room and asked that I give the shirt to another person. At first, it caught me by surprise, but I said, okay, so I gave the person the shirt that I had on, when I asked, what other sizes do you have? She said, well, we're not going to give you a shirt because you have to earn it. I was like, earn it? Like, that really, I'm here hours, and I didn't earn it? <laughs> I was kind of surprised by that. And, and I was a little bit upset about it. I was insulted. I just decided I'm not here for the shirt. I'm here for a purpose. And I stood focused on that. But as I was reading the book, it took me back to that moment where I would have liked to have said to the young lady, I enjoyed getting to know you and I learned so much about myself as I've gotten to know you. And thank you for the gift of friendship and so forth, giving her the opportunity to get to know her instead of just focusing on that moment where I was told I need to earn it because I was working at the time, so it, to me it was like a flashback. Like I was just looking at my manager, and when she said, you have to earn working from home, so I have to earn a shirt. I learned from this chapter, so when I do come across something in, in this type of environment or this area, I'm going to say that. I'm going to be engaged and be myself, do what I've practiced and what I've learned in these chapters and say, let's get to know each other. So, Julia, you're bringing up an example of integration, if that's correct. Patty, how do you define integration? A lot of what I'm hearing you, you've spent a considerable amount of time and energy compartmentalizing so that you can survive. True? Hmm. 
Very true, yeah. You've spent a lot of your life going, okay, this is crap. I'm going to put it here. I'm going to put it up on the shelf. I'm not going to look at it anymore. I got to move on. I got to move on. I got to move on. Oh, here's some more crap. Got to compartmentalize it. Put it up on the shelf. Got to move on. Got to move Oh, here's some more crap. Got to move on. Got to move And now you've got this cellar full of boxes of crap that you think, what the hell am I going to do with it, right? Right. And these some boxes of, the best, of crap I just want to throw away. Some of the best crops I know grow on a lot of manure. <laughs> <laughs> I use them as fertilizers. And and I think, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it okay to just say, okay, I don't want to deal with this. Instead of piling it up and you have a box of crap, just toss it. It can. The image that I find most helpful in my life is witnessing a leaf falling from the tree, hitting the ground, and the leaf decomposing into the ground and the minerals and the nutrients of that dead leaf filtering through the ground back into the tree roots to make the tree stronger. Yeah, we can get rid of it. I can say, I don't want that anymore. Mm-hmm. But the key that I want to drive home here in relationship building is every person that I meet, when they trigger a mm-hmm. less than positive emotion in me, anger, mm-hmm. mistrust, greed, jealousy, whatever, like a guitarist drumming the guitar when someone strikes a negative chord in me they're my teacher do you get that yes i agree absolutely Uh, instead of shying away from that it's important to try to figure out what you're supposed to learn from that person in that situation okay and see right now my system is saying Anything negative that comes your way, because that's pretty well all I've had in my life, is run from it. So if they're my teacher, and I make my agreement in my ground rule that I'm going to be an explorer, now what happens? You absolutely can at least find common ground with them somewhere. Is has been my experience, because I have come across people... That can drive me crazy at times, but I am willing to explore them a little bit more to see what do we have in common at least, what can we agree, and it's okay also to disagree, but we get to be open with each other and we get to know each other. Exactly. And it's okay. So, Patty, that battle that you're having... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad you're having it with us because is it fair to say I'm just throwing darts at a dartboard with my eyes closed but is it fair to say Chelsea, Marsha, Christina you still got some of these battles going on too? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. If I'm being more positive and I'm my life is going pretty well Years ago, I had a friend that we, I think we kind of fed off each other negatively. So I moved to a different state. Things were going well. And when I go back to visit, she basically said, I don't know how to take you now. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what, what are we going to talk about now? You know? <laughs> yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't used I to being a positive person. She was used to me just laying in my misery like she did. Basically, we are not friends anymore and haven't been for years. Yeah. Get ready for more of that, ladies. 
get ready for more of that because as your vibration becomes more harmonious within yourself, as I feel more harmony in me, do you think it will drive people who thrive on drama and trauma crazy because I don't have the need to have dramas and traumas going on all the time? I don't know what else to talk about now. Oh, yeah. I work with this lady that she is absolutely one of the most negative people I have ever met in my life. So instead of shunning away from her, I have tried to be a positive influence on her. She came to me the other day and said that she wanted to thank me because getting to know me, she now is starting to see the glass half full instead of half empty. Perfect candidate for our back-to-school program. That was our commercial for moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, quick question if you don't mind, Phil. By learning more about others, you learn more about yourself. Bingo. Um, Yeah, I guess this is where I've said I'm trying to pull away from the negativity, but if I'm correct in what I'm absorbing today is instead of pulling away from it, Try to learn more about the person so that I can better see myself. Without going into a feedback loop. Did that make any sense? Mm -hmm. Once you've learned it, Patty, move on. Okay. Okay. Again, going back to that question, what is wrong with me? A question I ask of myself almost every single day. So you've asked that question. For the last time and that applies to all of you okay there's nothing wrong with you we are perfect the way we are I am perfect the way I am Christina is perfect the way she is as Chelsea just said she is perfect Julia is perfect Patty is perfect because think of it that which we come from is perfect yeah I am perfect the way I am because I am wonderfully and beautifully made. Yes. It is only my ego's attempt to control me Mm. that I Mm. have the illusion that I'm less than perfect. If I carry that illusion that I am less than perfect into new relationships, what am I doing? Expectation. And you're sabotaging yourself. Yeah. And I'm replicating what? Old patterns. I feel the wheels turning. I feel the wheels turning. (laughs) I feel the wheels turning. I'm replicating what I have always done. Some of the sweetest ahas are going to happen in this chapter because you're going to look in the mirror and go, Damn! Look at that beautiful person in the mirror. Woohoo! I want more of me. Who else is out there? I want more of these beautiful people in my life. Who will they be? Who's going to be lucky enough to be in my circle? And I myself, I know this is where I need to grow because I say I want, and then I always throw that but in there. But. And you all have expunged that three-letter word out of your vocabulary today, yeah? Yeah. I don't even know why I still have that but going on. (laughs) (laughs) So, at the risk of being crass, how big of a butt are you? Mm. 
<laughs> you don't want me to zoom in and show you how big that butt is, but it's getting smaller by the day. It's getting smaller by the day. <laughs> yeah, it's not as big as it used to be. Oh, how beautiful my weekend is going to be. Is it fair to say that as we live a more happy, healthy, honest life, we make a difference? Our smiles, our hugs, our words, our support makes a difference. Chelsea, you've already given us an example of that. You've had a coworker that because of who you are and who you're becoming, she now has a light to follow. True? Yes. Mm. And it was funny, where I was in Texas, and I missed like five days, and when I came back, it was amazing how people were really just happy to see me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Y'all talk about me when I'm not here? They said, yeah. no. They said, oh, no. So we, we love each other. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And here's an example, ladies, that I really want to emphasize for us all. And that is people are actually always watching us. Whether or not they're giving us confirmation that they're watching us, they are watching us. I want to share that example because at the event last weekend, I had people come up to me saying things to me that clearly they had to have been watching me to, to notice. And not one of them has ever made a comment on any of my social pages. I might have gotten a like or two every now and again. They said things to me eye to eye in person that let me know how profound my being is on the world when I allow myself to be. And I had a friend, a girl that I work with who sits next to me at work, and I, look, if you know me, you know I'm, I'm always smiling and, I'm, and I've got a big cheese for a smile, like it's all teeth, right? We know. <laughs> and so she said, well, did you take any pictures at the event? And so I showed her some of the pictures from the event last week where I was at, and she said to me, wow, Christina, these pictures are great. You're so pretty. And But more importantly, I've never seen you smile like that. Like, I've never seen a smile like that on you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? My smile is all teeth. But then in that moment, I recognized there is a difference in my spirit, in my energy, and what I attract today than even what I attracted last month. And that's because of the work that I've been doing. So don't discount that people are watching you and don't discount the positive effects that you can have on people. Okay. Now here's something juicy. Wow. Experiential exercise. For the next three minutes, we're going to do an experiential exercise, piggybacking on what Christina just said. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Feel your shoulders rising and falling. Let your shoulders fall back into place. They're not earrings. Shoulders should be much lower. <laughs> and as you take your next breath in, just imagine every single person who has, is, and will watch you 
thank you for being who you are. With each breath in, feel gratitude flooding into your lungs. And when you exhale, you exhale doubt, guilt, shame, worry. And you breathe in, you breathe in more gratitude because hundreds of thousands of people have been impacted because of you. Every smile you've smiled, every hug you've hugged, every howdy you've howdied, every kind gesture you've made in your life continues to ripple around the world. Feel it. Feel the light inside of you just beaming out of every pore of your body. Let that light shine so that the people who want to find you and know you and love you and appreciate you and support you and cherish you and applaud you, they can find you. And on the next few breaths in, slowly open your eyes and realize you are different. Repeat this little three-minute exercise as often as you wish. You are the change our world needs. You are the change that as you become more bright, more light, more happy, you vanquish hopelessness. Think about this. If you feel hopeless, do you not find yourself feeling worthless as well? Yeah? Yes. 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 It's a vicious cycle, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So if you feel worthless and I come along and sprinkle a little hope into your life, mm-hmm. if I consistently paid you what you're worth, wouldn't you eventually feel more hopeful and less worthless? True? Yes. Yes, yes. yes. very true. I'm reading this right off of page 82. This is one of the most profound paragraphs that gets quoted from people after people after people. Ladies, the worst thing I can do for you is to help you get all dressed up and then you begin to think you have no place to go. I can get you all dressed up in the form of getting to know yourself well, getting yourself into a very healthy space that's good for you, but if you're unable to let that ripple to other people, what have I done? The positive energy that we put out, like Christina was talking about, you know, people are watching when we don't think they are. So that exactly. positive energy you put out, you really may not know what kind of impact it will have. Every radio show 
that gets played. Every time you tweet one of your shows out into your Twitter world, it's guaranteed you're going to make someone else's life better. Every time you talk about the changes that you're having in your life, you sprinkle hope. Now, I'm making an assumption that that's a worthy activity. I'm a bit biased that way. I make no assumptions that you all have a similar desire. Based on what I see out on my Twitter account, I see very little desire to spread the word about what you're doing. Got to match your word with your deed. I've got to match my word with my deed. You're going to find out that it'll bite you in the ass in Chapter 9. <laughs> but I'm staying consistent with my all the way through the book so far of biting myself in the ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have to practice what I preach. And when I am inspired, I learn something, I will... And I will make a video of it, and I will put it on YouTube, and I will share it on my Facebook, and I share it on Twitter. With me doing that, I have inspired people, and you're so right. So when you say a little bit of hope can change someone's life, because some of the feedback that I get from my videos it inspires others, and, and they're confirming that, and it makes me feel so good, even to the point where I'm shocked. I'm like, wow, can this really be happening? And yes, it can happen. That's how I, I used to think that way. Oh, oh wow, I can't believe that she's contacted me, or you know what, I need to believe in myself, and, and I have to practice what I'm preaching. And through this, this, these exercises and so forth, yes, I am Julia Cologne, and my goal is to inspire you and to motivate you and to help you be who you are. So I have to be a better person. I have to practice what I'm preaching in order to inspire others because everyone needs hope. When I see that, if I'm putting it out in the universe, I'm getting it back in return. Well, this has been a great call. How about we do some takeaways? Marsha, I've not heard from you much today. Why don't you kick it off? Well, today's call was absolutely fantastic. It's going to really help me to see myself better as I relate to other people, shine that bright light that I want to shine. I know that people are watching. I want to be able to add to that. I am looking forward to this chapter because I think this chapter is going to help us all learn how to shine and especially learn how to build those relationships and relate to other people as we move on in this journey. Patty. Thanks, Marsha. My takeaways today is, oh my goodness, they're huge. To stop pulling away and to allow myself to start getting to know people better learn the insides and the outs so that I can see myself in a better frame to keep growing, to keep reaching out and giving people hope. And as we move into this video series to become more confident in being able to share, share the growth with others so that they too can regain hope that maybe they've lost in the same in many ways that we lost, but we're gaining our hope back 
and just to be able to start sharing this, gaining more confidence, and really becoming happier with me. Yum! (laughs) Chelsea, I haven't heard much from you today. Let's pass this on to you. One of the things that I've really latched on to today is how important it is to keep shining your light, especially when people are watching that you're not even aware they're watching, and how that impacts them. And it's it's been really great this week to hear from a couple of people about how they feel about what I offer the environment when I'm there. Julia? What my takeaway from this call and this chapter is how I'm engaging with others, and it's what I learned about myself. And what I've done is taken three things about myself or how I want to engage with others from here to the future. And what I've done is I've rated myself. This is what I want to become. This is what I am and this is, this is how I am with people and this is how I want to be with people, with others. How do I want to engage with them? And I rated myself and I had to be honest with myself. And I rated myself alone. And I realized that I have to do more work based on this exercise that I went through and through the experience that I went through. I still have a lot to learn and I am going to be committed to my process of being engaged with others. It's very important to me. It's very important to my life and to my process. And it's very important to my why. Because how I interact with others is a reflection. It's going to be a reflection on my little one. And she's going to be her own person and so forth. But right now she's learning from me. So my why is her. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to engage more with others. And I'm going to bring happiness into my life. I am happy. I'm going to bring more happiness into my life. So this is what I learned from this conversation and Chapter 5. Just a few points that I want to point out, uh, things I've taken from this call and previous calls, because, you know, I like to to bring all my lessons together, right? One thing that I have noticed about my journey is as I have released the need to intellectualize and process so much in my head, I've actually freed myself to start integrating, which actually has made the learning and the rewiring a bit more permanent, a bit more organic and easy. doesn't seem so exhausting and stressful. So that's one thing that I've taken away. The second thing clearly is the importance of integrating because, again, a lot of that old rewiring, a lot of that old rewiring kind of takes over in the moment for me when I'm not integrating. I think the third thing that I really wanted to point out for me has been a recognition that if I am truly in the moment, and I am truly focused on being a better me so that I can be more compassionate towards me and, as an extension, be more compassionate towards the world and and shine my light, if you will. It's not about me. My fear of the moment, my fear of talking to someone, even my fear of the camera pales in comparison to that greater thing inside me. 
So in that moment, if I'm having a little discomfort or if I'm feeling a little, uh, I step back and I think about the fact this is not about me so much as it's what it is that the Lord has put in for me to give to others and to serve this world. I don't worry so much about what I'm looking like, what I'm sounding like, or what I'm doing. I can just be. So those are my takeaways. So I think it's only fitting that you have an opportunity to weigh in. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time I've been asked for a takeaway. Hmm, interesting. Woohoo! <laughs> my takeaway is, once again, a refreshed awe. A refreshed awe that five other people in this world are shifting in such dramatic ways that much like my takeaway is, while I love gardens, looking at beautiful flowers, and I love eating a fresh piece of produce from a garden, do you think I want to be weeding and all of that other blah? No. <laughs> and I've been aware of how much weeding you all have done, and my takeaway is just profound gratitude. Absolute profound gratitude. With that in mind, exercise 17. I now invite you to sit down with your explorer and have a talk. And that talk is, up until now, your explorer has primarily been focused on who? Me. Me. That was two Me. out of four. Three out of four. Me. Me. I'm sorry, me. Me. Guess who the explorer gets to interact with now? Others. <laughs> I have been told that exercise 17 is one of the scariest exercises in the book. Because I am purposefully asking you to go out into the world and explore. As we wrap up, how's your explorer feeling? <laughs> Scared as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge. We got to get rid of those old ways, habits. It's a challenge, but we can mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have 45 years of the old me. It's a challenge, too, but it's well worth it. So sit down with your explorer, and I suggest you have an integration talk and let the explorer know there's a job promotion happening. And here's what I need from you now. And have a little internal dialogue with each of yourselves. What does that mean? Go back to the ground rules. Remember the comfortness. If you're uncomfortable in approaching someone, animals are really good feedback. Children are really good feedback about feelings. Animals can feel your feelings pretty readily, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So can That's kids. They can read you. Kids can read you pretty readily, right? Yes. 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 So if you're sitting there shaking in your boots and your dress shields are dripping, what do you think that person's going to think? So have fun with this. Get into that giddiness. Get into that feeling of like, 
I don't know if you, about you, but whenever I plan to travel to a, a foreign land that I've never, ever been to, yeah, I can feel as scared as all get out, but I get curious. I get giddy. I'm like, ooh, I wonder what new foods. I wonder what new this. I wonder, I wonder, and I'm curious, and I explore, and it's fun. So whatever it takes for you to get back into that fun mode about exploring, I'd like to see some diary entries or some water cooler entries about what are you doing? What are some of your tips about making this fun? Deal? Deal. An absolute deal. Yes, I think that would be a good step, not just for me, but for all of us. Get into that water water cooler and start sharing it. Exactly. As we continue to move forward, ladies, I think it's important to just remind everyone that we are all a support system for each other. And as we grow, we can lift all the boats in the water, or we can just be focused in on our own. I just encourage everyone to think about this, the answer, your answer to this question, and that is, am I literally more focused in my little box, or am I playing full out here? Because it's great if, and I'm speaking about me personally, all this growth that I'm experiencing is great. And is it translating in my personal life? Yes. Is it translating in my business? Yes. For me personally, I will not feel fulfilled if I'm not translating this out to the world, if I'm not giving out and serving others. And for me personally, I don't serve others stuck in my office, doing my own little thing, being more focused about my own little thing. I'm not serving others if I'm not absolutely sharing the transformation that I'm experiencing. I'm not serving others if I'm stuck in wanting to go through all of this and process it all in my head and intellectualize it and not share it with other people because I'm not affecting my community. I'm not affecting my environment. I'm not affecting my world if I'm not shining it out, giving myself the compassion so that I can give others the compassion. And that one by one, draw attention to page 83 of the book, this chapter 5 here. Yeah, it's all about me growing, but it's all about me growing so I can serve this world the way the Lord wants me to serve this world. Ladies, have a great rest of the weekend. I love you all, and I'll talk to you next week. Love you, ladies. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, ladies. Goodbye. Well, that was great. Thanks for listening. As one of many pay-me-what-I'm-worth team captains, it's my role to help people get serious about removing blocks to success. Blocks like doubt, guilt, shame, and worry. As you've just heard, our team is both real and serious about being the best that we can be. How about you? Are you ready? Are you ready to remove these blocks in your life? As you can see, I'm very serious about helping you live your life with less stress and more success. Call me at 423-737-5809. Again, that's 423-737-5809 so that we can talk about your next steps. To help you take those steps, you're welcome to listen to our library of over 200 very powerful on-demand shows downloadable just for you at bit.ly forward slash pay radio. 
And before you go, let's continue this conversation in the comment box below. I look forward to talking with you. You're listening to Christina Irvin, one of the many team captains for Pay Radio, radio worth listening to. Have a great day.